y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Hustle Haven. We are your hosts. I'm Taisha Renee. And I'm River the Realtor. And per usual, happy Monday. Welcome back. Today, we are talking to our people trying to balance nine to fives as well as being an entrepreneur. Look, if you want to boss up your life, yeah. I got to do is get in with it. <laughs> Sorry, that song is in my head. That song is really stuck in my head. That and I feel like this right is the moment. Two. No, seriously. Because I feel like there's just a lot of like negativity around people yeah. who like still do entrepreneurship and still work their nine to five. They're like, oh, you can't be successful. You can't fulfill your dreams while doing both. But like if you put both foot forward, like literally one, two. Yeah, put Literally, forward and to. put your all into it. Like it can be done. I think it's that stigma, right? Because it's like on one hand, it's like, oh, if you're working a nine to five, you can't run a business. And then it's like, oh, if you're running a business, you can't have a job. It's like who said that? It's the internet. It's really y'all <laughs> girls on TikTok, and I see. And Portia boys, who said that? Who made that? Who made that a thing? I like, think it's the TikTok girls, and I'm on to y'all. I know, and I hate how they make you feel so bad because, yeah. like. You're working a nine to five because you're get. They're making you feel bad because you're getting a consistent check. Yeah. Who does that? Take and that why do we allow them to do that? I don't know. And I think for me, I'm like the complete opposite, right? I am a really, really firm believer. And if you're starting a business, especially if you're like fresh in this business mm-hmm. or you're just now building a business, mm-hmm. you literally need your nine to five. Yeah. One, because to build a business costs money. So if you don't have Period. a nine to five, how are you funding your entrepreneurship Life goals? costs money. Have you been seeing the TikToks where you step out of the door and it's how like much you lunch $27? How much have you spent today? Be honest. Guess. Well, just I just want to say that I got my hair done. I ate. I got my makeup done. Don't want to talk about I'm recording We're today. We're going to dinner. I've spent a lot. And I'm going to set up a GoFundMe because that's what it's seems insane. to be the thing. I like, I'm going to set up a GoFundMe. Yeah, I feel like it's just expensive <laughs> to live, especially if you live in a city like this. Like, we live yes. in Atlanta where, like, you walk out the door thinking you you're going to, to Target. You have... You have to pay even if you're not playing. You could be sitting on the sideline and still have to pay. Um, so for me, I feel like having a nine to five and being an entrepreneur is essential. Yeah. So talk, I, want you, I want you to talk about yours because I feel like you lasted you the longest. You know how I feel about this. And I feel like... Anyway, let's get into it. So today, y'all are going to be talking about strategies to like really balance your nine to five, ways to be successful in both careers and still do what you need to do. So I think for me... I would say me having a nine to five is really a motivator. Yeah. And I feel like it's all about the way you look at it, all about perspective, all about do you wake up in the morning and you're trying to make excuses of I can't do this because I have this nine to five? Or do you wake up and say, okay, I have this nine to five. What time do I have to do this? Exactly. You see the two separate It's very different. I think it's, first of all, I love that. I always say something like, you have to have a nine to five and be an entrepreneur is five to nine. Right. Right. Because again, some people. Five to nine and then. Nine to five. It's six to nine, nine to five, five to. No, it's as soon as we get off. No, I think the. I think the big thing, though, is like when you have your nine to five job, like you said, some people will use it as, as an excuse not to grow in their business, right? Because right. it's so much easier to say like, oh, I couldn't do this for my business because I had to go to work. Right. But you know the famous thing, you find time for the things you want to mm-hmm. make time for. And I think it's the same thing about your business. So to your point, we both, when we started like in our businesses, we had nine to five. And Taisha literally up until like- Yesterday. Yesterday. Literally. Had a nine to five job. I still wake up and I'm like, I cannot believe <laughs> That you don't have I'd be one. like, I don't got no job. So how, talk, <laughs> let's talk about balance. Like, how were you balancing the two? Because you really held on longer than I thought. I held on. So the thing about me, and 
and it also depends on, I think it's based on the individual. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I do work fast. Yeah. I will say that my reviews at my job are like, she works fast and 99% of the time it's correct. Like, yeah. it's fast and we don't got to send it back to her to do it again. Like, it's right. And I think that works in my favor because I can, I'm fast paced. I'm a fast learner. Yeah. I can catch, you can teach me something like one time and I got it. Like you don't have to keep coming back and feeding it to me yeah. because I have it. And I think that works in my favor. But if you're someone who may not pick up on things that quickly or you take a long time to do stuff, I can see how that can kind of be tricky for you yeah. when trying to balance the two because it's like now you're taking like, Four hours to complete a task versus the one hour that I'm no taking. Extra time. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the extra time because you take a little bit more time, and that's fine. But I think if you're taking four hours to do this task, then maybe you need to take two hours. The next two hours, you need to, to be focused else. on that entrepreneur. No, that I think your time, your time span, and I also think industry matters, right? Yeah. I don't want to sit up here and say like you should go be a surgeon. And try to do real estate. Because I do that's think that's insane. a little crazy. I if do it's think... anything like Grey's Anatomy, it's not possible. No, um, it's literally not possible. I think the big thing, though, is like being in an industry or like at least having a job that's conducive to being able to do both, right? right. Like I'm super big on mental health. One people, like she's the queen of boundaries and I'm just getting to a point where I can set boundaries because I realize like if I'm not my best self mentally, I can't be my best self in my business or for mm-hmm. my family. So I think when you are juggling the two, it's important to have a job that really does give you that capability. I will say like when I first got my real estate license, I was working in corporate, I was working for a bank, I was doing HR, and I was working from home pretty much most of the time because it was right post-COVID. So I did have that wiggle room, right? Like if we weren't super, super busy, I'm already behind a computer, mm-hmm. I can do certain things. But like if you have a job that requires you to be driving around in the field, actually at work, like mm-hmm. you will limit the amount of time that you can have throughout your day to focus on entrepreneurship. And I mean, I think that is kind of a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as an entrepreneur and working at nine to five, you really have to plan ahead. I know for me, I used to look at, okay, I know that I have this client wanting to go see these homes at X time. Let me go block off my calendar. Some people don't have flexibility to do that, but let me go block off my calendar. Like, okay, that's my lunch. Lunch time, exactly. <laughs> that's my lunch time. I will say like when you do both, there's no such thing as downtime. Period. Like if your job, if you don't have anything to do for your job, you have something to do for that that entrepreneur role. Yeah. Like, and I'm just going to speak on real estate because that's what I do. Like, I'm, I'm a realtor. It's like, I have something that I can be doing. If I don't have a client that I'm showing, I have um, a report that I can pull. I have articles that I can read. Yeah. I have classes that I can take. There's so many things that you can be doing in that downtime that you, quote unquote, say downtime yeah. um, to fulfill, you know, that moment or whatever. I agree. I don't even think it's just being a realtor. I think it's like, no matter what line of business you're in, if you're doing hair, you're doing nails, if right. you have vending machines, a parking lot whatever your entrepreneurial like things are there's no downtime because literally the things that you'll be like fighting to do in crunch time could have been the things you did in your downtime exactly. so i think a pro tip is really being like being intentional about your schedule right like if you know you have certain things that have to get done like pre-plan your schedule like it's really really hard to just do stuff on the fly at least for mm-hmm. me right like mm-hmm. if i don't have it planned and plotted out mm-hmm. it's not gonna work and so when you're trying to balance like having one line of business and running your own personal business mm-hmm. like imagine trying to do all those tasks on the fly something is going to get missed and that's really when you start harming yourself no when you're doing both you really got to get in your planning bag yeah you really if you're unorganized mm. it's not going to work it's not going to work on both because in the mornings for me the, my strategy was and I'm a morning person if yeah. you're a night person maybe She's you need to do this a morning person <laughs> I mean 6 a.m. <laughs> grand rises I'm like yeah please stop well, maybe 7 not 6 anyway um, 
Um, what was I about to say? Okay, wait, stop. You're talking about unorganizing oh, okay. and scheduling. Put us back in, boom. If you're unorganized, it's just not going to work out. For me personally, like every morning, being the morning person that I am, and if you are not a morning person, you may need to do it the night before. Yeah. I And you know me and my notebook. Me yeah. and my notebook, my notebook is not too far. Ever. I have to write her down. If it's not written down, it's probably going to be forgotten. I write out everything. Each client, what do I need to do? Each whatever, even yeah. for the even for the nine to five, like what do I need to do for this? Like I'm writing out everything so I know exactly what's on my plate. I'm looking at my calendar. When do I have meetings? Yeah. What do I have do? When does this do? Like you have to be really organized. You have to really strategize um, when you're balancing both because otherwise it's gonna be a mess. Yeah, I think one of it's my gonna favorite, be a mess. My favorite quotes that I've ever said on a public platform is. If you want to have structure in your business, you have structure in your life. Period. And I think that's really what that comes down to, like being able to really structure out everything so that you can make it make sense. Because again, trying to do stuff off the fly is so crazy. Like when I first started real estate and my mom was like, oh, what you got going on? I would just tell her, I'm working with this lady and she's doing here and da, da, da. And she's like, dang, you remember all of that? And at the time it was all I had going on. So I had <laughs> nothing else consuming my brain. Yeah. But like, imagine trying to juggle two different things. Like you have to be really, really structured and being really intentional. And I think to Taisha's point, I'm like the complete opposite. Like I don't, I don't want to be a morning person. I think naturally, like, I be having you to get up. You've been getting up earlier, though. I be having You've to get up. You've been texting me at, like, 7 or 8. I be texting her back, but, like, I be, like, this. Like, I'm not really a morning <laughs> person. And so I'm one of those people who, like, I will stay up all night. And so for me and my business, when I was working 9 to 5, I'm an email scheduler. Mm-hmm. So if I had, like, emails that needed to go out, I would type the emails up the night before, go on my Gmail, and schedule them to be sent out mm. at 8 a.m. So it looks like, okay, this girl is on and she's doing it. But at 8 a.m. when you got the email, my eyes are closed. I'm asleep. That's a good one. I'm not up. I'm not moving right. Yeah. But that's the time that I work. And, you know, you obviously can't communicate with people at 3 o'clock in the morning because that's not business hours. And mm-hmm. that's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you can do some of those back-end things, like sending out your email, scheduling things to go out, and just making sure you have organization because, again, you lose time. Like, when you sleep, that's time you could have been working. And I know yeah. that sucks because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm never telling somebody to give up your whole life to do a business or mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur, but it takes a high level of commitment and a high level of sacrifice. Yeah. Let's talk about those days where like one trumps the uh, the other. Yeah. Like those days where like this nine and the five has like drug me through the mud. Yeah. And I had cannot touch my real I estate business it. today. And that was really the breaking point for me where I was like, I cannot do this forever. Yeah. At first, I was like, this is cool. Like, I don't see what people are talking about. Like, I could do this. Like, whatever. But those days where it is like, wow, like, I have been working on this job from yeah. literally nine to five with no breaks. And it's like, now my brain is literally fried. Like, how do you... It's the shift in the task of what you're doing for me. That was one thing that I did struggle with. It's like, these are two completely different industries. Like, I'm doing marketing account management over here, and I'm doing real estate. These are two completely things. There's no overlap. There's no overlap on how you two can relate. So it's like, when I'm... If I've had a full day of being an account manager and I got all this going on, sometimes I don't feel like... I don't have anything to give to real estate. I don't have anything to give to the real estate. On those days, like, what would you advise? Like, what would you do? So, I'm actually glad you said that because I'm always big on, like, not always speaking about, like, the pretty parts of entrepreneurship, but really speaking about the thing. Because it can get real. It gets nasty Nasty. over here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I think that... 
I don't know. I think for me, it's important to be intentional and have some type of exit strategy or some type of Mm -hmm. end goal, right? Like, Mm -hmm. even if your end goal is not like, okay, I'm going to work my nine to five up until I get to this level of success in my entrepreneurship business and then I'm going to leave it. Maybe your job is, okay, or your end goal is, I'm going to balance the two and I want to make this amount of money. I think having your end goal in mind Mm -hmm. is what kind of helps you get over those humps. But I think you have to have have an end goal because I think when you get to that point Mm -hmm. and you don't have anything in your mind planned on, like, how are you going to fix this, right? When I had those days, it was easy for me to just kind of like muscle up the courage to move on because in my head I knew I have a number I need to reach in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I got a number of clients I need in my book of business. And once mm-hmm. I reach that, I don't have to deal with the scrutiny of working a nine to five in corporate America and being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I had an end goal. But for people who are just like racing the clock, not really knowing, like, I feel like that's really hard for you to figure out. So for mm-hmm. me, it's always being intentional and really having an end goal in terms of like, what does this look like with you juggling it? Because don't get me wrong, you can do it. Yeah. But it at some point, to your point, Enough got to be enough. It gets draining. It's draining. And I love that of having the end goal now. You guys, we are definitely pro stay at your job For until sure. you are getting the funds. Like, if you are not getting consistent income from that entrepreneurship, you need to wait, baby. It's not your time. I don't wow. care what TikTok says. I don't care what Instagram says. Listen to what we are saying on Hustle Baby. <laughs> This is your safe space. This is your safe space, y'all. Keep that job because we do not want you to be crying in the shower with your sweater on because you cannot pay your rent. Me, I'm going to say this. Let's get real, 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 (laughs) real right now, okay? I made the most money in my life in 2022, okay? I sold $10 million in real estate. Don't try to calculate my funds because you're going to get the number wrong. But I sold, (laughs) I made the most money I had ever made in my life. I was 25, I think. And I had a job. For eight months out of the 12 months of a year that I made, again, the most money I'd ever seen. You were living life. And I was I was living life. And people were just like, why are you at work? Why are you working your job? And I just kept telling myself, like, this moment felt surreal. Like, when when we made that top, like, it felt surreal to mm-hmm. me. And in my head, I just kept thinking, like, even though this is a grand moment, like, what if in 2023, like, it just all goes to hell? Because like, it can. And it did. It now, can. granted, I, it did not go to the floor, but, like, I didn't sell $10 million in real estate the following year. Like, interest rates skyrocketed. And although I was still able to, you know, make top producer and sell millions of dollars in real estate, it wasn't $10 million. Mm-hmm. It was close, but it wasn't that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I still had a deficit in the amount of money that I made on top of the fact that I wasn't working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So it looked extremely different. And I just kept looking back to that moment thinking, like, if I had to quit my job, the minute that things started looking upward, I wouldn't have enough savings and enough coverage and things mm-hmm. like that. So while on one hand, it looks all cool to, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go to Pilates. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get <laughs> vegan milkshakes to my girls. Like, that stuff costs money. And you need your bread. You need your bread. Yeah, I think I'm like the complete opposite. I do think, like you said, in 2022, we made top producers. In 2023, I got really complacent. I was really comfortable with like... I need to sell houses, but I don't need to sell houses. Yeah, I ain't got to like, sell houses. I'm, you know, like, I'm getting paid great over here. Like, this money is kind of, I felt like it felt like extra money. Yeah. And, again, that's when I was like, is this a, is this what I really want? Because I knew from the get-go that while I enjoy, like, the industry that yeah. I was in, the work that I was doing, again, I said it before, it was not impactful for me. And I yeah. knew that from the beginning. I knew that since I was living in New York, I told my roommates, like, this work is not impactful for me. I cannot do this for the rest of my life. So once I felt myself getting complacent, yeah. when I felt myself like, oh, girl, you're getting too comfortable. Because there is a point where, like, you're getting too comfortable. If you make it six figures at work and you make it six figures in your business, you are it's comfortable. Like, like, I am comfortable. 
Do I really need to be chasing clients yes, down? But for it's a like, club? dang, I'm looking at like, dang, I could really be doing like way more. more. But I knew that it was like, not that it's an excuse, but I knew it was just a matter of. Taisha, you're not, you could be doing so much more, but you're not because like yeah. you don't have that thing to scare you. You don't have that yeah. motivation to like, I'm getting up today and I don't know where my next check coming from. And I knew like I had to go back to my first year in real estate when I was full time and I didn't have that nine to five and I was just outside. Outside getting it. I was grinding. Your like, grind look different when you grinding <laughs> for your life. Your grind look different. And I was like, I really, really, really need that back. Yeah. So when you say Ingo, it's like I had to have a certain amount saved up. In my bank account, I had to have certain debts paid off um, to lower my what I'm having to pay. And I had to have a certain consistent number of clients coming in for me to say, okay, Taisha, you can quit this job. I didn't just up and quit. Like, it was a plan. Like, I had it in, like, six months. Like, I I had a plan. Like, okay, on this date. These things need to be in place before I can say goodbye. Okay. I like this. Okay, let's break this up in two things. Let's break it out as one. Tips to balance Mm -hmm. while you are doing your nine to five, right? Mm -hmm. One thing we talked about was being organized, Mm -hmm. um, being intentional, having a schedule, and really being meticulous about like the way you allocate your time to different things. Anything else on that in terms of balancing? That's a good wrap. Right? Um, I think the next thing is like when you know that, okay, you've completed your check mark. Like if you do decide I've done the nine to five long enough and I want to pivot into entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. what are those things that we need to be concerned about? You need to be concerned about, I think that's personal. I think it depends on... Not like for me personally, it depends on the, on the individual. Person, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what type of help you have. You know what type, whatever you got going on. I knew for me that I need to have X amount of dollars because I got a mortgage. Yeah. I need to pay down these debts because I know this is what my debts yeah, look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need a certain amount of clients. So if you're in e-commerce, you need a certain amount of sales. For sure. Consistently. Like, it depends on you as an individual. You have to, like we said, look at your financial tracker, your expense tracker. You have to look at all of these things and see what makes sense for me. Where if I quit this job, knowing that entrepreneurship, you know, it can be whatever. But if you have what you have in place, you're going to be good. Like, you're going to be fine. So I think it's just a matter of before you make that transition, definitely have that end goal. Definitely have that plan because otherwise... You gonna quit that job and you then you are. gonna wake up the next morning. You are gonna be like, I don't got no job. Oh, what's that mean when they like? <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, even with what I needed to do, I had a plan of when I do quit it. What does my day look like? Yeah. I no longer have this nine to five. Like, what am I doing every day to fulfill my day? I'm with River every day now, and we're doing <laughs> the dang thing. I'm outside with River. Like, we're getting content. Like, I'm making sure my social media is up to date. Like, For I'm sure. talking to my spirit of influence. Like, I'm doing new marketing things. Like. I'm doing these things. Like, you can't go in there blindsided. I agree. I you think can't go in there. Entrepreneur, just like anything in life, has its ebbs and flows. Yeah. You have moments when you super up and we in Magic City tricking the bag off. Yeah. And then we have those things that's like, you cooking dinner tonight. It's like, you got, um, I got noodles. But I, I think the biggest thing to recognize and to realize is that you can do both and you should do both. But if your end goal is to be 100% entrepreneur, to be 100% on your own, mm-hmm. have your end goal in mind and what that's going to take to get there. But we are advocates for the nine to five to entrepreneurship because I don't think we would honestly I don't think we would be sitting here right now if we just completely said oh I'm just not gonna do this like my nine to five saved my life in so many scenarios so it's possible it's doable and I feel like don't fall victim to you know everybody saying like quit your nine to five and bet on yourself They probably eat noodles every day. Okay. And that's okay in like five thousand dollar apartments with their bad credit. (laughs) Five thousand five hundred dollars. No, they they got the five thousand dollar condo. <laughs> Ain't no food or no furniture. You don't want to be that person. So I think 
We're advocates for keeping your nine to five. You can balance. Make sure you schedule. Make sure you're on point. Make sure you have an end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And just always put yourself first. Like, don't mm-hmm. be so focused on trying to follow the way. Like, put yourself in what's going to work for your life first. And be disciplined, y'all. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Your key word, if you're doing both, is literally discipline, discipline. and consistency. Okay. Discipline and consistency. Yeah. How you can balance your nine to five. That's yep. the title of the episode. Period. It eats. <laughs> can we, we cheers? do that. <laughs> we gonna cheers oh, out. Discipline. <laughs> cheers to y'all balancing both because y'all the real bosses for Period. real. Cheers. See you guys.